You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, Thriving Family. Welcome to another podcast episode. This week, we're talking about navigating seasons of change. And I've got a story for you. (laughs) I'm so happy that my voice is a lot better because I found out that I had a really bad viral infection. So, yeah, I'm so glad I was able to go to the clinic and get some medication. And I feel so much better I feel like I can breathe again. You know, sometimes you don't realize how fortunate you are to have the parts of your body that are still working properly until you struggle with them. So for me, it was my nose and just like my sinuses were so inflamed and I was struggling really hard, but I'm thankful now I'm better. My voice is getting better. And I'm so excited to chat today. So we're talking all about change. And I want to share a story. Something happened recently. So my girlfriend and I, we went out for lunch and she asked me something that I think is such an important question for each and every one of us to think about in our daily lives. She asked what my greatest fear is as a working mom and a wife and a CEO of a business. Now, of course, because I'm a coach, (laughs) I was thinking maybe I'm going to say something really profound and inspiring, but I didn't. All I could think of was that I wouldn't be patient enough to let my growth take as long as it needs to take. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this because I have a very big dream and big dreams can be scary, not because they're impossible. Sometimes they're scary because they require a level of growth that you're not sure you're capable of. For some of you, that could be a big dream of no longer struggling with food in your body. Perhaps your mom and her mom and the women before them and around you have always dieted, have always wanted to conform to what the beauty standards are. And you're the first person who is doing that. That can be big and scary. For some of you, it may be just learning to love your children and being present with them, learning to love them unconditionally. I know this has been a growth area for me as well. This might be a big dream for you. For some of you, maybe you want to stop working and stay at home with your kids because you want to spend as much time as you want with them. And some of you might be wanting to go back to work after staying at home for a long time. These dreams can be big and they can feel scary, not because they're impossible, because if they were impossible, they wouldn't be your dreams, right? But it's because they require something of you that you probably don't think you're capable of. And for me, I want to be a spark that lights a fire in every woman I meet. Like I want people to come and after they talk to me after they meet me they walk away knowing that they can thrive they can have everything they want in life without burnout it's a big scary dream for me and my growth in this season is patience patience because every good thing has its own time has its own season and I'm learning this as a business owner right now so what is your big dream 
And how can you navigate that season of change that's needed for you to get there? That's what we're talking about. Because when you think about thriving and what it really means when you're navigating seasons, sometimes it looks like nothing is happening. (laughs) Right? Like last week, I talked about burning farmlands when it was the harvest season, getting ready for the new season when we're going to plant. And when you burn farmland, even when you burn paper, you see the ash. And the world, society, we've been conditioned to look at the ash and think, oh, for sure, it's the end. So what do we do? We want to avoid the ash. I think about my plants last month or December, no, the beginning of January, we had to leave our house because there was a carbon monoxide leak and the fire department opened up all the windows and all the doors in our home. And in my front hall and living room, I had beautiful plants that I had paid a lot of money for and I had spent so much energy getting them to get to where they were and I got home. And they were all black because they were frostbitten. Now, my initial thought was, well, if it was spring, I would have just tossed them out because they were there. They weren't really fitting with my decor. They were ugly. They were just like pretty much dead. And I remember my daughter's friend had come for a play date and I was telling her mom how I feel so bad for the plants because they're just there. And someone who doesn't know me, who doesn't know that story might come to my home and think, well, why does she have dead plants around? It is because there was a part of me that still believed that there was something underneath all of that. And wouldn't you know, as soon as the sun started shining three weeks ago, I looked, I've been watering them every week. I looked and I could see buds come out. And I was so excited. I had started snipping off the dead pieces and I was telling my kids how excited I am because... Listen, I was not about to spend hundreds of dollars on new plants and I didn't want to be waiting to buy little plants and wait for like two, three years for them to grow as big as the ones that we had. So I'm really excited about that. But back to what we're talking about, right? We're taught to not look at the ash. We're taught to look at the dead stuff, the things that look like there's no longer life as that's the end. But what if it's not? What if it's not? Because I think about my plants, the ones that survived, one of them didn't survive, but the rest did. What was so important? What set that one apart? It was that those plants were deeply rooted and secure. And I thought about you and I thought about myself. Where are you rooted? Are you feeling secure in your values? Are you rooted and connected to what you want? Are you rooted and connected to your values, to what's important to you? Or are you rooting yourself and connecting to who the world is telling you that you should be as a mom, as a working person, as a business owner, as a wife, as a partner? Where are your roots? Who are you really? Because life will always bring around the seasons that will push us, the seasons that will shake us, that the seasons that are going to want to pull us to grow beyond our ability or what we think is our ability. And what determines what you come out on the other side is your deep connection to who you are. Not who your mom thinks you are or your partner thinks you are or your children think you are or the world thinks you are. This is such an important question for us. And I think that as women, we need to start 
thinking about our lives in this way and stop making excuses and stop being so busy trying to fit into all the boxes that the world has created for us. We need to start waking up and questioning the things that we've always done. Last week I said, just because it's always been done that way doesn't make it the right way for us. We're allowed to question. We're allowed to change. We're allowed to ask. You have the permission to do that. But are you going to give that permission to yourself? Because nobody's going to do that for you. And this is why I love the title of my email series, Permission Granted. If you haven't signed up, go to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join. Throughout the month of March, we're talking all about stress and how you can reduce stress in your life. Because I really want to get to a place where we're able to just get up and say, this is what I want to do and I'm convicted about it and I'm just going to go ahead and do it without waiting for other people to give us that validation. So the first thing you're doing for navigating seasons of change is being really clear on where you are rooted, who you are, what are your values. It's so important. And then the second thing you want to think about is where are you resisting your growth? Because growth can sometimes feel stressful. Are you still holding on to people and things that you've outgrown? <laughs> I was coaching a client the other day and, you know, she had a former colleague, we'll call that person. And in the past, she had done things for this person for free just because that person, they had a good relationship and now that person came back and asked her to do the same thing again. And this time they asked for even more. And when she went to go do the thing, she said, you know, I felt resistant. And I said, okay, fine. What is the issue? So we started to explore. Initially she thought, oh no, it's the volume of work. And I'm like, no, let's just pay attention to what's going on. Let's listen to our bodies. For me, this is so important with my clients. I teach them how to pay attention to their bodies, to come, stop being in your head and start getting into your body because your body owns a lot of wisdom. And as women, this is something that we're gifted in and we've taken or kind of submerged ourselves in other people's ways of thinking and doing things that we forget that we have this natural compass within us. So we started to explore. She was not willing to do this for free anymore. She wanted to charge for it. So I said, fine, well, Go ahead and do it. And she did it. But then what happened? The person who requested her help decided, oh, I want to think about it a little bit more. And we laughed about it because I said, you know what? This is the thing that happens, especially with people who grow up, I don't know, for us, culturally speaking, you are taught to respect people who are older than you, even when they're wrong. Like this is a thing that I had to work through myself. And so sometimes it's hard to stand up and say, you know what? I don't want that. This is what I want. When you've seen someone as someone who's older, it can be a challenge. So her work was not to get upset, was not to say, no, I'm not going to do it, was to say, this is my boundary right now. So if you want me to do this, this is how much it's going to cost. And if not, then I won't do it. And this was a learning moment for her. Because she had outgrown that person that she was. And some people are not going to find that okay. Some people are going to be upset that you've changed. They're going to be upset about your growth. But that is not your problem. That is their problem. And you don't need to go and tell them, oh, by the way, I've changed. You just keep doing what you're doing. They'll catch up eventually. <laughs> I promise. 
And if not, that's okay too. So next, what do you want to do while you're navigating seasons of change? You must let your journey be your journey. Are you letting your journey be yours or are you letting comparison steal from you? This is a big one for a lot of us, especially as women. We want to compare. We want what somebody else has. But we forget that we don't know the whole story. You see someone's highlight reel on social media or what they tell you and you compare your entire universe to this person's little dot on a map. This is not a fair comparison. And when it comes down to it, you're not being kind and gentle with yourself. You're doing the same thing that we've been taught as women to do, to beat ourselves up, to belittle ourselves. And that's not okay. And also, are you so focused on your growth, on the journey, the future, that you forget to be present today? Because there's also that part where you're so engrossed in who you are becoming that you don't pay attention to the everyday little things that you're doing. I was talking to my coach the other day and I was reminded of the beauty of impermanence. We were talking about my relationship with my kids and how that's different from my relationship with my husband because sometimes we take for granted what's here now because we think it's not changing. So for me, looking at my relationship with my kids because it looks like, oh, they're just growing every day. Sometimes it's easy for me to take my relationship with my husband for granted because I'm committed to him, he's committed to me, and my brain automatically makes that assumption that he'll always be here, so maybe he's not a priority right now. But that's not the woman I want to be. I want to be as much of the wife and mom who is thriving, who is loving, who is supportive right now as I want to be in the future. So yes, seasons are going to change us. The future is exciting, but we also get to balance that with taking things slow, with allowing what feels boring right now to just be. And what if boring is enough? Can we just be okay with that? Because there isn't always better than here. There is just different. And when you get there, you're going to be a different person. But it's also so important to love and enjoy who I am right now because here and now matters too. So my friends, life is going to bring seasons of change. (laughs) That's the beauty of being human. Our work is to embrace that. Our work is to welcome the seasons and keep reminding ourselves of who we are today and who we want to be. And then just work that journey over and over again, trusting that everything that you need to thrive is already here and available. Have a beautiful week, my friends. And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.